Attention, please podcast now on video. If you like this video, kindly like, share, subscribe. You know what to do. So it's been a week since the Oscars uh, ceremony is over. And this was a big year for India at the Oscars with uh, an Indian documentary, a documentary short winning the Oscars as well as RRR uh, winning the song of the year. So the reason why I wanted to do an episode on, on the Oscars was not so much to to look at these, to look at RRR and Elephant Whispers, but to talk about what you cannot nowadays, whenever you're discussing the Oscars, get away from, which is the wokeness. And I mean, people derogatorily call it wokeness. I mean, they would call it diversity. And I think for those of you who don't know, and I've talked about this again before in my podcast, is that from next year, actually, this goes into play that in order for you to be nominated for uh, the best picture, there are certain uh, there are certain requirements now for diversity that you have to satisfy. So it's no longer even officially now, it is no longer that, you know, best movies necessarily get nominated for best picture. It is best pictures, but they have to meet these levels of representation and, you know, the number, the amount of minorities they have to hire as part of their crew and the, the, their theme. So they're kind of put down as almost like software requirements. And you have to meet those in order to be uh, nominated from, I think, 2024. So there was a period of that this time, that period of time that these requirements were being phased in. So next, next year, it really hits. And for me, again, for those of you who know me, you know that this this is something which for me, is makes the Oscars kind of lose their significance. It's lost its significance for many years now. When I was young in the 90s, I used to wake up early in India to watch the Oscars when it was available because it was some. It was the high point of my year in many ways. One of the high points of my year, which perhaps shows you what kind of a year I used to have. But it it was the way of it was the only uh, a way of looking at hollywood it was the only experience of hollywood we had which was kind of live because the only hollywood movies we would get would be the movies which would come to the theaters which was a small small fraction of the movies that were released dressed you could get in a video library but again the print was terrible so the Oscars where you kind of felt like you were there. And the movies, this was a recommendation, right? So Oscar-winning movies, you had to see. So that's why you watched Oscars. It was you watched Oscars because you wanted to get recommendations of what was the best of Hollywood. And then if it was a movie you had already watched, like Titanic, and then you rooted for that movie. I mean, that was really what Oscar, watching the Oscar ceremony was. But over the years, I've found, and I again... Whenever I think of Oscar winners, the, the last name that I can almost think of is American Beauty. The one that really moved me as a, as, as you know, as a great works of art do. But nowadays I hear that uh, American Beauty is very regressive. Uh, again, putting on that BuzzFeed lens, but let's not talk about that today. So the Oscars, I, I think 
this movement that Oscars is regressive, that the Oscars so white uh, hashtag, I think this was around 2015, 2016 when, when, when Trump, this was a kind of the, the inflection point for wokeism in the US. Um, and again, I would, let's use the word without attributing any, any negativeness to it. I think they themselves will say that the Oscars are much more representational. They represent um, people and cultures that have not been represented. And this is where I want to take issue with the Oscars. That is not true. They do not represent cultures that are have not been represented. And I'll take as an example India. And I'll take it, I'll take that example on a year, which was the year of India. Okay. So let's let's take a deeper dive. You know, Oscars isn't diverse. The diversity is only surface level. And that's exactly what happens when social media outrage drives a change. It is not change that comes from inside. It is a change which exists just to virtue signal on social media. This is exactly what happens. It's not even real. So let's first look at the, the host of the show, Jimmy Kimmel. Now, my personal opinion, Jimmy Kimmel is a terrible, terrible comedian. Absolutely terrible. And I think the reason why I consider it terrible is I, I know what I mean. I've uh, unfortunately I followed his career. Let me tell you a little bit about this. And he's just, just like a bully. He's just like the typical arrogant prep, prep kid bully. That's who he is. And it comes through in his show. The reason why he's still a thing, the reason why he has a late night show is precisely there is no diversity. This guy, and let me tell you how he does it. So Jimmy Kimmel, for those of you who don't know, the first TV gig, major TV gig he had was something called The Man Show. So I used to watch Man Show when I was a graduate student. I came here in 99 in the US to study. And one of the things that we used to watch in Comedy Central, there were two programs that had Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel was then very much a sidekick. He was not a major guy at all. So one was that he was basically uh, a game show host on a show called Win Benstein's Money. That was one thing. And the second, the more popular gig he had was he, along with another comedian by the name of Adam Carolla, they used to do something called the man show. Now a man show was basically half an hour of the most regressive, sophomoric kind of humor. So it had like, it literally had a segment where it was uh, women were referred to women were referred in that show as juggies. And there was like a segment where it was just about, you know, skimpily clad women dancing on trampolines. Literally, this was what the show was. And Adam Carolla and Jimmy Kimmel would make the most sexist, obnoxious jokes. Now, in those days, I'll be honest, I enjoyed it. I mean, I, I, I will be honest about it. I just come from India. This was like, wow, you know, women in bikinis dancing on trampolines. What could be greater than this? Um, but taken through the lens of today, and I would say I myself have evolved. I can see that it was extremely sexist and regressive, uh, what I saw. And I enjoyed. I'm not going to, unlike Jimmy Kimmel, I'm not going to say that Oh, I just did that. No, Jimmy Kimmel used to love it. Like Jimmy Kimmel and Adam Carolla. And that's that's interesting because Adam Carolla's career took a very different turn after that. He, he has a podcast, a fairly well-listened to podcast, but he's nowhere close to what Jimmy Kimmel is. And 
if you seen uh, the man show between jimmy kimmel and adam carolla you would notice jimmy kimmel you would see adam carolla adam carolla was the funnier guy but jimmy kimmel managed to put on this woke blanket um and adam carolla didn't adam carolla never kind of said no what i did was wrong jimmy kimmel did but has he changed or no jimmy kimmel is also the guy who who put black face and did these skits of you know him playing an african american so he's both racist as well as sexist which is again which in today's woke world i mean that should have been enough that we should have never seen jimmy kimmel the amount of sexism and racism that jimmy kimmel has shown people have been deplatformed and banned for much less but what jimmy kimmel has done is that he's played that mia kalpa card very well so now what he's done is over the years he's morphed into this extremely super woke guy who every day takes the mickey out of donald trump so but unfortunately he cannot come out of his man show antecedent so what he does is now twist it around so what he had during the donald trump thing was he had stormy daniels come on to the show and he had a set of i think mushrooms which were basically um stand-ins for donald trump's penis and he brought it out there were multiple i think it was mushrooms and he said you know which one is like donald trump so his his stick hasn't changed his stick is to humiliate and degrade whoever he wants to humiliate and degrade so his humor is that so he's an extremely extremely nasty kind of comedian not also in a funny way even man show i didn't watch it because i found it funny it was very obvious reason why i watched man show so this guy this guy is chosen as the host of oscar who possibly represents the most regressive and undiluted regressiveness it's not that it's like one off color thing he's one day say did in a comedy routine no 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 not that so it's a persistent persistent thing that and this jimmy kimmel is the host of the oscars now over here also he makes all his woke you know he makes that woke joke about you know what do you think it is women directors which is obviously there to get the applause but then of course and this is where true wokeness and true diversity is is that when you are dealing with a culture which is not your own that you do your research so he refers to rr as a bollywood movie it's not right because for them and for him and again you have to this is not just jimmy kimmel the, the script that's written is not written by jimmy kimmel jimmy kimmel is too much of a boss man now to write his own show he has a gallery of writers who writes his jokes for him but ultimately he's responsible for it because he's reading essentially reading it out on stage so whatever they write has to go through multiple edits it's not just jimmy kimmel's team which is seeing it for instance there were he had other jokes about chris rock which apparently were considered to be too nasty to be said so they actually took it out the oscars took it out about will smith and chris rock so it was not that this didn't go through some kind of editorial control but even there because honestly to him and to most of the people who while pretending to be woke and diverse they couldn't care less what is what in india it's like all of you brown guys look the same to us it's that kind of a extremely regressive sentiment that he says when he says you know bollywood 
And again, this is not something which you're saying off the cuff, right? At a dinner party, you're talking, you use the word Bollywood. No, this is a multiple screen script that he's reading off and yet they can't get it right because they don't care. That's why. In reality, they don't care. The third, this, the next thing was, and again, this is not a Jimmy Kimmel decision, so I will be, uh, I'll, I'll give him his due here, is that when you have that section where these guys come dancing like Indians, there's not an Indian guy among them. They're dancing to an Indian song. It's, it, it's basically white and African-American people who are dancing as Indians. And so they'll say, oh, but there was diversity there. It was not all white people. But that's the problem with this whole notion of diversity slash wokeness is that it's only surface level deep. In order for it to be diverse, you need to give opportunities to Indian dancers, Indian American dancers. Okay, maybe you don't want to fly them from India. You could, you have so much money, you de definitely could. But why can't you have local Indian dancers? There are a lot of dance troops, Indian dance troops in, in, in the greater Los Angeles area. Or in the US, they could fly them from anywhere. They couldn't bother with that to do something which was like a 15 second routine. Jeez, this is the problem, you see. This is the problem with that, this kind of surface wokeness. It's not even woke. So let's talk about RRR. RRR winning. And if you, if you saw the expression of people when that RRR song was being played. See, RRR also is in diversity. We've talked about this before. It is, it is attractive. It, it gets the prominence because it meets the requirements or the, or the, or rather their perception of what Bollywood is. You know, a lot of men, you know, big men who are not, you know, conventionally good looking in the Western colonial, you know, by that gaze, you know, dancing like this, but dressed as Westerners though. And like very robust dance moves. And so when they're looking at RRR, they're not appreciating it. No, they're laughing at it. That's the thing. I mean, it, 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 there are much better Bollywood songs that they could have put there in terms of music, in terms of dancing, in terms of choreography. But no, they won't. They will put RRR. They will put RRR because they are looking at it from the superior white colonial Christian gaze, which looks at this song as it dances some sort of, you know, amusing thing. You know, like adults acting like children. You know, there's a British word for it, quaint. That's what it is. It's quaint. And if you looked at the reaction after the Oscars show, even among the very woke media, everybody said the best performances were by Lady Gaga. Because, you see, they considered those to be the best performances because that to them is music. This is an oddity. This is that quaint thing. So, no, this is not diversity. This is just the entire superior colonial gaze just recast in a different way. So that now the virtue, so this is what they do. They appropriate virtue. It is now virtuous because we are woke. We're doing the exact same thing we have done for 100 years. Look at elephant. Look at a snake. Look at uh, Indian man dancing. It's it is not a coincidence that the best Oscar short winner is Elephant Whisperers. Now, by the way, I love Elephant Whisperers. It's, a, it's the best 40 minutes you can spend. I'll recommend for those of you who haven't seen it. It's just a, just a beautiful human document. It's not a documentary. It's like it packs in more emotion and more sentiment than you know a movie or a web series. It is just brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Everything about it from the 
from the shots to the story everything is just brilliant it's about it's about elephants and men and men and women but really it's about a damaged animal and a damaged human healing each other in the most beautiful way it is got everything it has got heartbreak it has got um but pretty much every emotion known to man packed within 40 minutes it's just lovely but something as lovely as that wouldn't have won the oscars unfortunately if it hadn't been about elephants and poor indian people in rural surroundings you see that is the trigger that is what gives it the acceptability unfortunately so you could have made elephant whisperers in a different setting by the same team and it wouldn't have forget getting an forget winning it wouldn't even have gotten a nomination because there again it meets all the stereotypes that westerners have about india just like rrr does elephant whisperers also does it's set in something which is very comforting for them because this is how they see india as elephants you know elephants poverty jungles they cannot imagine india in a different way they just cannot see to me that is diversity diversity is when you are able to diversity and representation isn't how many people of a of a certain race or a certain gender do you have on your cinema crew or whether the predominant you know that oh let's let's give this award to a movie in certain india no it's not it's when you, can you look at human beings as human beings without the lens of what you expect them to be because of the country they belong to the race they are the gender that they are that to me is true diversity and that to me has to be recognized as art that is what art is art is being able to subvert what our prejudices tell us that to me is the measure of art i'll talk about a little bit about all that breeze people will say but you didn't say anything about all that breeze and i'll tell you why i didn't like it i found it interminably boring it was beautifully shot of course beautifully shot but it was again that i didn't i didn't see the point of all that breeze it was too long honestly and it just just nothing really happened it was actionless but it had a lot of things which again are part of the i will say oscar bait part of it so there is the voice of ravish going on you know the the very much the the subtext is that there is a genocide of 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 muslims going on in india even though it's really about saving birds that's really the subtext that's really what the 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 documentary is going with um and i think what the maybe the problem was it was a bit too subtle unfortunately uh, most most of us indians we got it but i don't think it was i didn't think that they kind of poked people in the eye with it and that's why also i believe it didn't win um i didn't like it and i know that's a very unco- that's a that's a very unpopular opinion to say but even as a documentary to me it didn't work elephant whisperers did but i mean work is being too mild about it so let's sum up what is diversity in this case i think that what the oscars need to do if they really want to be diverse it's not just to not have a oscar so white hashtag what should they do in terms of diversity it is diversity is trying to look beyond because the oscars is a purely us award right it is not it is does not even doesn't purport to rep, uh, recognize global cinema that's why there is a international category which all quite on the western front one because international means it is domestic it is the the, the span of it is us so in order for them to div, 
to define diversity, it has to be that they need to look at themes that are beyond what they are used to. That is where the diverseness comes from. It's not the color of the skin or the gender of the person doing the exact same thing or doing things that you expect people from that culture or from that gender to do. That is not diversity. That is actually confirming your biases. That is not art. That's the thing about art. It, it subverts expectations. Otherwise, it is nothing but the formula. So let's take an example of what I mean. So Black Panther, the best movie in the entire Marvel anthology, I would say as a movie. I mean, I, I did like Endgame and I love that part of the story. But in terms of a movie, I mean, there's nothing better than Black Panther. But the thing about Black Panther that truly makes it diverse isn't just the fact that oh, everybody there is African-American. It's no, the fact is an African nation is shown to be, which is Wakanda, is shown to be the scientific and economic leader of the world. You see, that is that is the diversity thing. It creates a story which is not what the Western audience is expecting. That subverts colonial expectations. That is true diversity. That is good storytelling. That is art. That tells you what is possible. The objective of art isn't to, it is to make people imagine. It is to make people forget. I mean, the, the biggest thing that colonialism does to cultures is, is it's not just the, it takes resources away from them or it makes them poor. No, it makes people believe that they can't be there like the colonial masters. That the only way they can be is to tug at their coats. That is the thing. So they have to follow exactly what they do. That is the real legacy of colonialism. It's this kind of thinking that we are by ourselves not good enough. We can never be who they are. We can never be America. No, that's that's exactly what Black Panther does. It flips it. It flips that presumption. And that's what makes it a truly diverse movie. Why can't we do? Why? But they wouldn't recognize anything like that from India, unfortunately. Because for them, brown people like us are either going to be seen on elephants or they are going to be computer programmers, maybe hackers. I don't know. Um, but, or they're fighting among each other, of course. That's that's it, uh, you know, based on their own religions. That's, that's another stereotype. But if Oscars really wants to be, you know, truly, truly diverse, and I'm not using the word work here, then... I recognize movies, and there are many movies made. So it's not that you, you have to make them. There are many movies made. We just and we make them because we do, we are not looking at ourselves through the colonial lens, which is about us as human beings, as people having the exact same problems that people in other societies do. Which are not people on elephants or you know slum dog millionaire. No, no, no. It's not that. It's movies like American Beauty, for instance, in an Indian context. See, people is people. And there are many movies made like that. Many movies made like that. They, 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 they don't, and I don't think they're any worse than the ones that get awarded nowadays. I think they're fairly good Indian movies that are made, not by Bollywood, maybe. Um, not by Arjun Kapoor, maybe. But there are good movies. And they definitely should be considered. I'm not saying they're still made. winning. Winning depends on a lot of things. Obviously, winning wins depends on the other movies made that year. But if, and this is where Oscars wants to take it, if diversity is something which 
they are recognizing is a vital component of what defines art, then it needs to be the true diversity, not, not the Jimmy Kimmel kind of diversity, which is not diversity at all. It is regressiveness in a nice virtue shell, wrapped in a shell of virtue. But inside, you just have to scrape away the, the gift wrap and inside you will see the regressiveness that had already always been there. So uh, thank you everyone for listening to the podcast and I'll be back in a week, in a few weeks. I don't know, whenever I feel like it. So till then, take care. Bye-bye.